We're talking all whites football on the program now. They are set to take their next steps under Fritz Schmidt and our next guest, Des Buckingham, uh, part of a uh, four-team tournament in Mumbai, of all places, uh, featuring an African team we don't know anything about, Chinese Taipei, and hosts India. To talk about that Intercontinental Cup is Des Buckingham. Playing some football again. You've got to like that, Des. Yeah, good afternoon, Das. Yeah, it should be should be good. We're we're hopeful of of playing four games, you know, which is more than I think that was originally planned for the whole year. Um, so three group games, and then uh, the top two will go through and play in a play a final. So we hope to to play four games in the space of two weeks. So the squad is it going to be a full proper squad? Because from what I can gather, you're going to have access. Well, do you to most of your players globally, with possibly the exception of the MLS? There's, there's, yes, that's, we've got availability, but the, the issue we run into is um, because it's not a recognised FIFA window. Um, there's, you know, you've already mentioned MLS and also the combination of the, the group that we took to Spain. Uh, we want to have another look at a lot of those players that, that come to Spain because we were happy with what they did and both on and off the pitch. So you, you're using those, and we'll talk about that Spanish experiment shortly, using that bit. So you're saying you don't have access to MLS, and, and what other players do you not have access to? Because this is in the lead-up to the World Cup, so you expect most of the guys wouldn't be involved in any form of competition, Des? No, they haven't, but they've also, um, over the past three or four years, through a combination of you know World Cups and uh, Confederations Cups and uh, Nations Cups, there's a lot of these players that haven't had a break in the summer neither, so that's sometimes as important um, for, for some of these, and I so said that that's good because it opens up opportunities for, like I said, a lot of the the younger players, which is what we're trying to tie some of these guys into with both the twenties and the the potential Olympic cycle coming up. So, how long do you think it's going to be before we actually see? I'm not, I don't want to uh, be mean or speak in undertones about the younger players, but before we actually see a proper ratified, these are the best footballers that New Zealand's got football squad. I think it's probably a different different view to how we how we set things up and looking a little bit longer term. You know, we're we're looking four years down the road or potentially eight years down the road. So to answer your question, I, I can't put a time frame on that for you, unfortunately. Uh, they they they're all keen and they all want to be involved. Uh, we've we've spoken to all of them and they all want to be on the boat or part of the the, the new journey. Um, but like I said, it's it's important that we put processes in place now that come come the end of the four year cycle that we've got you know, a good bank of players that we can call upon to hopefully take us a step further than we got last time. So when you say all want to be involved, you've talked to your senior players, you've talked to the, the, the so-called rock stars of the team, so you're in conversation, but some of these guys might not actually suit up for this. Yeah, well, Fritz has spoken quite regularly um, every other week or on a weekly basis with, with, with all of the squad, and it was important that we did that, you know, with a, with a new coaching regime coming in and trying to put some ideas across as to how we were going to manage that. So... Yeah, there's weekly conversations going on. And like I said, every, everybody's different, but everyone's really keen to be involved. But it's about making sure we, we pick the right times for these players to come in and, and uh, build upon hopefully some success. OK, so the cynic in me says, are we going back to the Hudson era again where he basically trawled the entire planet to find the best players, hopefully to finally get back a decent crack at the World Cup, which didn't work? Are we, are we going through this again where we're going to be looking at younger players and trying to find the best players we've got before we take a serious tilt come World Cup time? Are we doing this again, OEDs? No, not uh, not at the moment. No, we're we're quite happy and content with a lot of the players that have been either found or have emerged through you know the various academies or 
or clubs in New Zealand or the ones that have come from overseas. So we're happy with the, the playing group that we've got. You know, if there's a couple of others that become eligible or available as part of the process, then of course we'll, we'll look at them. But no, we're happy with the, the players both at the top end in terms of, you know, you, you alluded to rock stars, if you like. Uh, we're happy with those. But like I said, we've now got more players playing overseas and in the professional leagues than we've ever had. So it's important that we give those guys opportunities to put us in a strong position come the next World Cup cycle. Well, White's assistant coach Des Buckingham joined the programme. Uh, uh, the boys are off to play in a, a four-nation series in June against India, Chinese Taipei, and a soon-to-be-confirmed African team. When can we confirm that African team? Can you give us any hints? No, I can't at the moment. Um, so we, uh, we were informed last night that um, we, we would find out soon. Uh, we were definitely confirmed Chinese Taipei and obviously India, who are the host tournament. So we're looking forward to those because Again, they're both ranked higher than us currently in the in the FIFA rankings, and uh, be an opportunity for us to go and beat a a higher ranked opposition um, that we haven't done for for quite a while within a, a competitive game. You started off uh, mentioning Canada uh, behind closed doors in Spain. What what did you pull out of that? What are the big lessons for you? Just a new opportunity to to again see where the players had, had come from and to within the four years previously. Um, it's important that there's a lot of culture and. Um, values and things that have been built up and it's a, it's a good group um, so it was just a, for Fritz and myself to uh, assess that um, and again assess a lot of the, the players within that environment um, one to how we might approach the next not just the, the four years but the tie into like I've already alluded to the, the Olympics and then the under 20s and how that all links in together to give players the opportunity to play in more games and for us to come together more often the size of the squad, how many players are you looking to take to this comp? There's 23 that will travel, uh, but we've got a wider squad. You know, we've got players on standby and uh, there'll be a wider squad and a camp being held in Auckland for a couple of days prior to us leaving for India that, again, just gives us an opportunity to look at a few more players as well. Right, so that, that squad won't be confirmed until just before you get on the plane? You're going to work through a couple of people beforehand? Yeah, well, we've got we've got the names down to, to what we want for both the, the travelling party and the extended squad. Um, so that's around 30 names at the moment, but we're just waiting on a few confirmations for different things and uh, we're hopeful to have that announced uh, maybe sometime by the end of next week. So you're not going to tell me any of the names now, then, are you, Des? <laughs> no, I can't at the moment. Sorry, Daph. So it's still, in essence, that what to, to gain, what do you stand to gain out of this uh, Intercontinental Cup? What are the primary drivers behind it? What do you want to get out of it at the end of it? I think it's the opportunity to play games. I mean, I've, I've been here for the last four or five years and I think there's been a lot of um, publicity around the lack of opportunities for both the All-Whites and the Ferns to, to play games and come together more regular. And, and this is exactly one of those things that it allows us to do. You know, like I said, we've, we're going to get three guaranteed games and the hope is it gives us another game as well leading then into what will be another window come later this year. So rather than the, the two the two games per year that was originally in the first year cycle, we could potentially end up with six or seven games in a, in a, in a calendar year, which is fantastic. And the relationship between yourself and Fritz, because plainly this is a work in motion as well, isn't it? Uh, you two guys about how what you put down and what the style of play is going to be and how you both, both gel. Are you making steps with that? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been really good. Um, so I've been here two and a half months, which is the same time as, as Fritz. Um, so I've based myself in Auckland to make sure we we've got daily contact and we're together, um, sharing ideas and bouncing things around. And 
it's been a really good working relationship so far. So it's, it's one I'm really looking forward to continuing to build on. Nope, looking forward to the results, looking toward more football, looking forward to some of the rock stars. That's all looking reasonably smiley-smiley. Dees Buckingham, thank you very much for your time. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks ever so much, Dars, and you.